that? <laughs> well, you guessed it. You are listening to Blonde Moments Podcast. I feel like maybe I've had too much mimosa. <laughs> so sorry. This this would not be the podcast you'd want to be listening to. That didn't even make any sense. <laughs> if you were around a pillow. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We actually took a nice uh, week hiatus so we could go pillow shopping and (laughs) (laughs) find our sex partners. (laughs) Find the right one. Still waiting for my pillow in the mail. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, you need to stop listening to this episode and go back and listen to the last episode. And it will all make sense to you. It will all make sense, yes. But I'm Melinda Collins. I'm Gina Vogie. And we are very happy you're here to listen to our disgusting stories. Yeah, <laughs> that you all share with us, and we love you for it. And then we're sharing our own disgusting stories, too, so you don't yeah. have to feel as bad. Right. We share our em- embarrassing, disgusting stories as well. So Yeah. And last episode, I realized I forgot to tell you guys where you can send your stories into, but we yes. have Blonde Moments Podcast at gmail.com, or you can reach us on our Instagram platforms. But we completely appreciate you guys sending in your stories and the honesty and the hilarity. Yes. I mean, it's fun. It's so fun. It's so much fun. And I love that. The relationships I'm building with the people who are sending in the yeah, stories, the stories, because everyone has so much to share. I love it. That's the best part about this podcast is being honest about things, embracing the weirdness, yeah, realizing some of the crazy stuff that has happened to you too, yeah, it's... and that people have a lot of similar stories too. <laughs> believe it or not, yes, and everybody poops, so it's okay to talk about poop. <laughs> it's okay. We didn't have a whole lot of poop talk on our last episode, so I, I we need to bring it back. I, I know. Think. <laughs> I do have a poop story I could share. Well, bring it on, sister. <laughs> this actually, I could have told this for the sleepover one because this happened at a sleepover at my house. So I actually should have told it last episode, but that's okay. I'll share it now. Yeah. So everyone can hear about my poop. <laughs> so my friend Melanie came over. Oh, she pooped too, so... Well, it's just poop. It's okay to say her name, right? (laughs) Mr. Hanky. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was from South Park, right, Mr. Hanky? Mm -hmm. Oh, man. See? Everybody loves poop. Um, They even had a character named, you know, Mr. Hanky that danced and had its own songs and everything. And everywhere he danced, there was like a poop trail behind him. (laughs) A little (laughs) slug trail of crap. (laughs) Oh, my God. So... We were at my dad's house. Um, I lived with my dad after my parents' divorce. And um, it was just me and my dad. And my dad was kind of strict. So my friends and I would always kind of avoid him like the plague, right? Because you always wanted to know what we were doing. And we didn't want Dale to know what we were doing. So my bedroom was in addition off the house. And there wasn't a bathroom in my bedroom. So in order to use the bathroom, we would have to go in the house. And for sure, my dad would have hurt us. So we were like, let's just poop out the window. What? And I don't know why we thought that this was a good idea. (laughs) But we really didn't want to go past my dad and like go in the house and wake him up. So 
They to should, go to the bathroom. They should have just put a bathroom in this addition when they built it, but it was like off of the house. So but it still was, attached to the house. Kind of, like by like a hallway. Okay. It was a weird setup. Okay. I mean, your dad must be really strict if you can't even come into the house to take a shit. Well, we just didn't want him to wake up. And at this point in time, like we had already been caught sneaking out of the window before. Not even to do anything bad. We were just doing like dumb stuff, you Mm -hmm. know. (laughs) So we we didn't want to wake my dad up. So we had to go poop (laughs) pooped out the window. So it was winter time, mind you, though. And there was snow all over the ground. And so then we looked out the windows and there was just poop on top of the snow. And we were like, oh, man, like, my dad's going to see that, you know. So we got a hanger. What? We got a hanger and, like, undid the hanger. And got a box that was in my room, (laughs) threw the box out the window, (laughs) took the hanger, and, like, put the poop in the box. (laughs) Okay. Like, with the hanger, we, like, (laughs) we, like, took the hanger. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the hook end of the hanger, and, like, used that to scoop the poop in the box, and then just left it. Because like, that's not more noticeable than just some poop. Some poop in the snow, right? Yeah. So my dad, being like the investigator that he is, you know, went outside the next day to make sure we didn't sneak out because there had been fresh prints in the snow. Like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my Lord. And my dad was like a super sleuth. I swear to God, like, I would be at a party and people would be like, your dad's here looking for you. Like, my dad knew everything that I was doing. So Well, annoying. I understand why. Right. Yeah, I was a bad kid. Sorry, dad. <laughs> so he sees the box and naturally like, opens the box. I'm like, what is this box doing outside the window? And there's a bunch of, <laughs> there's a bunch of poop in there. <laughs> God. He was like, Gina, get out here. And so I go up there and he was like, had the box open. He goes, this is human shit, Gina. Can you imagine what's going through his mind? I go, I, go, I know what you're talking about. I was like, That's... I go, maybe dog poop, fox poop. I, I don't know. Just like, in a box. Yeah. I know what shit looks like. This is human shit. <laughs> Your poor father. He's like, what the hell's wrong with you guys? Pooping out. <laughs> oh my God. And there was no footprints. He was like, hanging your butts out the window. <laughs> That's probably what he was most mad about. Can you imagine being a neighbor and you just <laughs> see someone <laughs> hanging their bare ass out the window and they start pooping on the window? <laughs> oh my god. Do you see that would be priceless? No, like, yeah, I'm looking at this house across the street from me. Like, can you imagine just looking out there? No. And then all of a sudden you see this white ass <laughs> turds coming out of it. I'm just literally crying oh, no. right now. <laughs> what I do you, have no a, idea why we thought this was a good idea. Like, as a parent, what do you even do? Like, uh, did he, you get punished? No, like, he cleaned up. I mean, you can't get like mad about <laughs> he, it, right? He had to clean it up too. <laughs> <He did>. No. 
<laughs> well, at least it was already in a box. Yeah, he just had to throw the box in the garbage. And the hanger, because we left the hanger out there, too. <laughs> Are you still friends with Melanie? I sure am oh, to this day. I'd like to meet Melanie. You would love her. She is a trip. I can't even imagine this. Her and I got into a lot of trouble together, that's for sure. sure. Like, when we did get caught sneaking out, like, my dad just knew to call Melanie's parents. Like, he knew I was with her, for sure, without a doubt. <laughs> and I always was. <laughs> my God. I can't even imagine what's going through your head as a parent, though. Like, Right. Like, why is my daughter and her friend pooping out the window? Right. <laughs> what is happening? That is hilarious. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, thank you for sharing that with me. you're welcome. You might be a serial killer, though, for all your poop stories. (laughs) I know. Maybe that's why I can't, like, poop around my husband now. Like, (laughs) You can hang your ass out of your window, but you can't poop in your big house. I traumatize myself. Oh, my Lord. This is human shit. And I'm like, no. (laughs) I know the difference. (laughs) He, like, bends over. He's like... This is for sure human. <laughs> Ain't no dog shit tastes like this. <laughs> God. What the hell? There, and that's why I love you so much. There may be something wrong with me. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm going to stay on your good side just in case <laughs> I don't get any poop sandwiches on my doorstep. Yeah. Ooh. God. Oh, my God. That's right. The poop sandwich. Mm-hmm. And I, if you don't know what we're talking about, episode one. Yeah. Episode one, fetishes. Yeah. Poo sandwich. Man, apparently Speaking I like of poo sandwiches. I think Gatsby, <laughs> Gatsby just, just farted for sure. <laughs> He's like, Oh, you guys are talking about poop. Like, Take I that. <laughs> totally oh got it. Was it the fetish episode or was that episode? Yes. Right? I think so. I can't remember. Yes, it was for sure episode one because there was so much poop talking in there, episode one. There, there was. We're just going to keep that rolling here. Yeah. What the heck? But today's topic is ghost cemeteries, ghost stories, anything like that. I did not get any ghost and poop stories, so I think we might be clear. I didn't either. Okay. That was just one little, little <laughs> tidbit I forgot to share on the sleepover uh, episode. But I love it. And if you can't find the humor in it, I feel bad for you. You know, if I caught one of my daughters with their butt out of the window pooping, I think I would just laugh at this point in time. I mean, the the young mind is so innocent. It's yeah. Like you weren't thinking anything of it. But right. Or like what to do with the poop afterwards. I just think that in your head, you thought your dad finding poop, a box, and a hanger was <laughs> way more inconspicuous than just, than just poop. Possibly that waking probably, him up and using the bathroom. Or even that, but just possibly that the poop would have, you know, he probably wouldn't even have paid as much attention to right. it. Right. Maybe would have thought it was like dog poop or animal. That's what, thing. I was like, that's dog poop. <laughs> this is human shit. <laughs> All right, no poop stories today. We're good. Well, any more. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who don't like poo. So we'll get started on the ghost stories. I've had a couple of um, ones that were like this, which I thought was really crazy. Do you believe in ghosts? And- I do. I, do I definitely too. do. I'm always trying to be that person who's like, I'm aware and I'm ready. Like, if you want to communicate with yeah. me, I'm here. Look at my tea leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Look at my tea leaves in my soup bowl. I'm drinking coffee out of it. The jury's still out on that one. All right, all right, all right. right. Fair enough. So Diana sent in her ghost story. 
And she says, I've actually had lots of things happen to me. One of them, I was sleeping and in the middle of the night, I woke up from a dead sleep, lifted my head up and saw this woman standing in my doorway. She was in a white aura glow and was wearing a white blouse slash dress, dark brown hair and an old fashioned sun hat. I actually wasn't scared at all. It was more of a peaceful feeling when I saw her. Then she walked away and just disappeared. It was the coolest thing ever, and I'm pretty sure it was my Nana. Years back, my cousin gave us a scrapbook of our family tree, and there she was, the same woman I saw in the outfit I described. It was, her, it was her on her wedding day. My mind was blown, and I knew from there that's who I saw. Well, maybe that's why she felt peaceful, right? Yeah, yeah. not intimidated by it, but that's crazy to me, like, to be able to see somebody and then years later you got to be like holy shit yeah seen that scrap like that was real yeah because it could be like oh maybe that was a dream or like whatever else but then seeing the picture yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. i haven't had anything where i've seen like a ghost but every once in a while i'll get this kind of flutter in my ear and then i'll feel like like somebody's touching my your shoulder back, your shoulder and I always just think it's my Opa, my dad's dad. So every time I'm always like, hi, Opa. Even <laughs> maybe I'm having a stroke. I don't know. <laughs> but I always just think it's him. And it gives me the same thing, like a sense of peace. Yeah. I think that if it was a bad spirit, which I believe there's a difference too, right? That right. that's when you get like scared. Because maybe your like higher consciousness or whatever knows that it's not good that it's like bad Mm -hmm. see that's the stuff i'm interested in like the bad stuff so i think that's why i'm always scared because i'm like oh it's going to be somebody bad or a demon that's coming to get me you know have you had any personal experiences with that no but i have a recurring nightmare which could be real maybe i don't know where i wake up and i like get up to go to the bathroom or whatever and as soon as i stand up there's like there's a very dark like spirit right in front of me. So I'm like literally in their face and I can't, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, no, I'm not getting up because what if I do? Like when I get up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom, I take my phone with me and turn like my flashlight on. I won't go <laughs> oh, in the dark. Yeah. I'm sorry. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> so every, before my pregnancy, I used to have a really hard time falling asleep. So I would take z or melatonin. z gave me the craziest hallucinations. Ooh. I've heard that, that a lot of sleeping aids do that. I love that. it, though. Like, like Ativan, so cool isn't that a sleeping one? Ativan, right? Or no, Ambien. 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 I haven't had any of those. I've had, like, lorazepam, which is just a muscle relaxer I've used when I hadn't first got my neck injury. But z I will think there's spiders falling from the ceiling or the ceiling's melting. Or, oh, my God. Yeah. That, do and they just sell that at Walgreens? Mm-hmm. It's and like I'm legal sure, mushrooms. Yeah, I'm sure it's different for everybody. But one night, me and Maddie were sleeping, and I had this hallucination that there was this huge spider in our bed, and I, like, sat up, pushed myself against the headboard, and I was, like, hitting Maddie, like, wake up, wake, wake up. up, there's a spider in the bed, and he, like, looks <laughs> over at me, and he's like, go to sleep. <laughs> uh, then, like, you come to. Ma'am? Yeah. <laughs> You're on that damn z again? But we might have a problem. (laughs) And then, too, sometimes I've been sleepwalking. Oh, my gosh. From the z Yes. Maddie will be downstairs watching something and I will have been asleep and I'll come downstairs and he'll be like, babe, you okay? And I'll be like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. (laughs) You should never wake a sleepwalker. He should know that. Really? Yes. Why? Because they can be like violent. Do you know people have like tried to get out of convicted of murder 
because they were sleepwalking. And apparently if you wake up a sleepwalker, they're like super aggressive. The perfect crime. Yeah. I watched an episode of that where somebody tried to get away with it and they had to like prove that he was actually conscious during it. And they did, of course, because he was pushed his wife in a pool or something. Okay, maybe it's not the perfect crime then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's like a, a thing. Haven't you seen Step Brothers? He yes, woke up when you but you're talking about a fictitious comedy. <laughs> you're never supposed to wake a sleepwalker. You're supposed to leave them be. Okay. Well, you have to let Maddie know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? I actually have a really funny story about sleepwalking. <laughs> we were on our honeymoon. I don't know if I've ever told you this story. Were you on the Z-Coil? Nope. I was just drunk. <laughs> I was just very, very drunk. Even better. And we had met two other couples and we partied our asses off with them. So the first night. So we got there and we met these two other couples at our the first table we sat at to go eat. And like they're our dear friends now, like Trisha and Rick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard you talk about them many We've times. Traveled with them a whole bunch. Like yeah. I love them dearly. And so we were partying with them real late. We went back to their bungalow. I don't even know what time we got back in, but I went to sleep. And Maddie stayed up and he decided he wanted to go get some wings from the after hours kitchen or whatever. Yeah, drunk I don't food. know any of this. Drunk he, food's the best. Yes. I don't know any of this though. So I must have been blacked out. But he <laughs> told me this the next morning. He goes, gets the wings, comes back to the room, and he's sitting down on the couch. And to the left of the couch is like the sliding glass door with the big curtains. So I guess I got up. Walked over to the curtains, pulled my pants down, and almost started peeing in the curtains. And he's like, whoa, whoa, babe, babe, what, what are you doing? No, no. And I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And he's like, that's not that's the That's not bathroom. the toilet. I've done that before. Luckily, I, I didn't go, but. I have done that before. Very drunk as well. <laughs> Where you, like, think that you're going to the bathroom and you're not. Like, apparently, I peed in our bathtub. <laughs> At least that's an easy cleanup, right? That's. But I didn't want to, like, admit to it because <laughs> my husband was like, <laughs> apparently there was, like, a loud ruckus in the bathroom. And I was drunk. And so he hollered. He was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. <laughs> You're all mad and defensive about it. But I don't remember any of this because we were, like, at home drinking, like, not driving anywhere safe, you know, like, whatever. So we, yeah, I don't remember what the occasion was, but we got plastered. Maybe, maybe just me. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, I don't know. So I was like, I'm fine. And apparently the racket was, we have one of those like big clawfoot tubs and over it is like one of those like wooden things that you can put a glass of wine on, your yeah. book, like your phone, whatever. It was that thing being knocked around. <laughs> Get out of my way, I gotta pee. <laughs> and the next morning he was like, babe, did you pee in the tub? I was like, No. Why would you say that? Because there's urine. He was like, because there's pee in the tub. And he's like, that thing is knocked in the tub. He's like, I'm pretty sure that was what the noise was. And I was like, at least I went in the tub. You yeah. Know, like, not a mess. Just washed not out. Not on the stuff. floor. Not in the bed. Yeah, exactly. I've mm -hmm. never, ever peed in the bed being drunk. So. Me either. I know some people who have. I do too. I know habitual people that do that. And like as a significant other, that would be really hard yeah. for me if I woke up in your urine. Yeah. Well, thank God I, my husband has never never peed the no. bed drunk either. We're good. No. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how we got on that topic I, Because after. we're talking about being <laughs> drunk and thinking that the bathroom is not the bathroom. 
Yeah, but how we get that from Diana's ghost story? I, I have don't no know. Idea. You just can't stop us from talking about poop or pee. Damn it! <laughs> and these are the blonde moments that you're here for. These are the blonde moments. Yes. <laughs> Well, I have a funny one that my friend Lisa sent me. So she said one time her friend Jessica and her went to stay in Chicago and stayed at an Airbnb. It was a one bedroom and a kitchen next to, oh, there was one bedroom and a kitchen next to each other when you first walked in. Then a long hallway that had a bathroom, bedroom, TV room, blah, blah, blah. Sounds big, but it was pretty tiny. We both got a super weird, freaky vibe from that first bedroom and kitchen area, so we decided to share the bed in the bedroom TV area. When the guy was checking us in, we asked what bars in the area he recommended, and he said, I don't know, I don't drink. And we were like, oh, okay, didn't think much of it. So after we checked in, we went out for dinner and had some drinks before coming back to relax because we had to get up early the next day. So we came back to the Airbnb and opened up a bottle of wine and found some plastic cups in a bag in the cupboard in the kitchen. We then decided to drink the wine, have some cheese and crackers while we watched TV before bed. This was in the room that had the TV in and a door that closed, mind you. But we ended up getting super tired and both went to bed at the same time in the same room. We just sort of passed out on the bed and left half the bottle of wine, our cups, and the crackers on the table by the TV. When we woke up the next day, everything was gone except the crackers. Our half bottle of wine, the cups, even the bag of cups that we originally found. We looked everywhere in that small Airbnb. The garbages, under the bed, the bathtub, the closet, and could not find them. The wine and the cups were literally gone. To this day, we don't know what happened. Supernatural. Somebody snuck in while we were sleeping to steal it. But the guy who ran the Airbnb didn't drink, so why would he steal our wine? Also, if the door opened, one of us would have woken up. We are both moms and light sleepers. Super bizarre and mind-boggling to this day of what the hell happened to the wine and the cups. Well, that's creepy, too, because if it's not something supernatural, then it was a person. Yeah, And then you're both sitting there, like, sleeping. Passed out, yeah. And somebody's in there just, like eating your stuff and drinking drinking your wine oh i don't like that at yes all. that is so creepy to me well and you don't take a woman's wine <laughs> <laughs> well they knew not to wake up somebody who's sleeping <laughs> take my life but not the wine <laughs> no just no. kidding that is insane to me though because yeah if it's not you almost hope it's supernatural you almost hope it's a ghost that just really needed a glass of wine Oof, I don't. Because, yeah, if not, somebody was, like, just in there drinking your wine, eating your crackers. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that at all. That would weird me out, too. This one is a very creepy story to me. And this is coming from Missy. She says my – well, actually, Missy wrote in for her boyfriend, Nick. So I love this. My boyfriend works at Fort Niagara near Niagara Falls, New York. He does light maintenance and cleaning at night creepy yeah he was you're by yourself yes he was cleaning the garbages around the fort and sweeping up the pathway along the graveyard near the water he heard loud metal clanging that sounded like a pipe hitting the metal fence he investigated he investigated it saw nothing and went back to work (laughs) he heard this sound a second time but louder and closer this time he just looked over to see if someone was messing with him he saw nothing again and went back to work He started to head back to his work shed, and all of a sudden he heard the sound of what would be a soldier's metal boots on pavement. Oh, no. Mm -mm. We have reenactors there during the day for visitors, so he knows what that sounds like. 
The sound of soldiers marching got faster, as if they were running towards him. Oh, no. He started to walk faster himself, but it was just keeping pace with him. There are barely any lights due to being an old fort from the French and Indian War, so running is not an option. He decided to stop and just yell out, I'm here to keep your fort clean. I am not here to hurt you. The walking stopped, and he hasn't had an experience since. Oh, my God. No. And she said that he's Native American and lives on a reservation, so she has a bunch more stories. So I hope she sends them in for sure. But can you imagine you're alone? Then you're like, okay, somebody's playing a prank on me. Right. And then... But then nobody's there. And then then it's like this loud running noise, and then you shout that and it's gone. Oh my! Well, you know what they say—that's what you're supposed to do. It's so like tell them off. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> no, you're supposed to be like, if it's like a ghost in your home or something, you're supposed to say you're not welcome here. You have to leave. Like whatever, you have to like state your boundaries. Mm. Or the same thing that he did. Like I'm just here to clean. Like I'm not. I'm not doing you any harm. Like I. You're supposed to like state that. Hmm. And then the opposite. Like if you welcome demons and stuff into your home like you're opening a door for them to be able to come in i don't know if that's true interesting though right like very so whenever i'm home and like freaked out i'm like you're not welcome here (laughs) and your kids are like mom stop telling we live here (laughs) what do you mean Oh, man. I'm like, well, if it works, like, whatever. Because I feel like if any encounter like that were to happen to me, that's what happened. It would be, like, a, a bad spirit. I When I was a kid, I told this story on the, my old podcast, but when I was a kid, my parents had bought this house, and the woman had died there. Um, oh. She was an older woman. But every once in a while, we could smell her perfume. It was like an old lady smell and it was so it wasn't my mom right and my dad had named her i think it was like miss hannigan or something like that so we were always open to like her being there yeah and i was maybe like nine years old and my parents had bought me a new bedroom set so like this awesome canopy bed and dresser and all this oh everybody wanted a canopy bed hell yeah Yeah. i still think they're pretty cool but if you don't have a high ceiling i don't think they look good but that's yeah. a whole other topic. Um, <laughs> Next episode, canopies. <laughs> Canopy beds. Snooze fest. <laughs> but so I was being a stupid kid and I was playing with whiteout on the dresser and I ended up knocking the whiteout over. It got all over and then it. I tried to wipe it up and it just peeled Smeared. all the stain off of this wood. I completely <sighs> ruined it. Oh, and I was no. freaking out. Like, how do I tell my parents that this happened? And I finally like mustered up the courage and I went out by my mom and I was crying. I'm like, you have to come into the bedroom. I did something bad. And long story short, we get into the bedroom and everything's gone. <gasps> completely clean. It was like the craziest thing to me. And I always just attributed it to Miss Hannigan or what I yeah. can't remember what we called her, but it was crazy. And then my dad had, we, my parents had had this old Victorian wash basin. I don't know if you've seen those before, but it's like a wooden stand and it has a big like porcelain bowl and a pitcher. So like in the you know old days, they used to use that to wash their face and okay. stuff. Well, my dad was home alone and to his left, all of a sudden he just saw this wash basin whole thing just fall over. And my dad was home alone, and no. he, so we just assumed it was her, and he didn't. He like kind of got freaked out. Well, then we moved houses, and my dad had this empty box, and he told her to get into the box, and they he took her to their new house. Oh my god! My mom loved these like wash basin things, so she got a new one. 
same thing happened. This thing just knocked over when my dad was home alone. So apparently she went with them. But the crazy thing is, is that she helped me out, right? But then why was she knocking this basin over? Maybe just to make herself known. Sure. You know, I don't know. So I haven't actually seen any orbs or things like that. I mean, I've seen it in like pictures. Like my friend Knight from Real World, he had passed away and a group of us went to his funeral and me and Camilla, who was another cast member, took a picture together and there is a straight up orb in this oh, picture. Oh, that's crazy. And we're like, hi, Knight. Like we knew you were there. Yeah. But I haven't had any actual like seeing Seeing somebody. Which I think would be pretty cool. I mean, it's terrifying, but I think it'd be pretty Pretty cool. Pretty cool at the same time, yeah. Mm -hmm. When my first husband passed away, he smoked black and milds like all the time. I distinctly know the smell of black and milds from him. I think those smell pretty good. Uh, See, I never liked the smell of them. But, I mean, he smoked them all the time. And after he died, I would randomly smell black and milds all the time. Mm -hmm. And there was nobody smoking a black and milds. Just saying what's up. yeah. And it always kind of like creeped me out. Sure. So every, and sometimes to this day, I'll still smell a black and mild, like when nobody is smoking a black and mild anywhere near. And I'm like, is he around? Just saying, hello, Gina. Yeah. How are you today? What's what's happening? I know you loved this smell. (laughs) I love this smell. But yeah, I, I, just like you were saying with the perfume, I think there's something to that as well. I mean, I think a lot of people are fascinated with the afterlife a lot. Well, it's because it's so unknown. Yeah. I'm... And by the time we do know, for sure, we gone too. True. <laughs> you know? Well, it's just like aliens, Bigfoot, all that stuff. It's like... You Did have... anyone ever storm Area 51? Whatever I just happened heard, to that? I heard something about it recently, and it was like a music festival or something. I don't know. I See, I'm going to have to look into this. But... I just saw a ton of memes about mm-hmm. it. I never actually read any articles, but I was like, wait, the day passed. Do you know why that started, though? Like, what did some, like, was there something that somebody put out there? Do you know how? I have no idea. The, like, how did it become a thing that all people of a sudden... got together and they're like, we're going to raid Storm Area 51, find out if there's aliens are real or not. I mean, it... I want to know. And then the internet, like, got out of control mm-hmm. with it. They were like, there was some pretty funny memes. For sure. Yeah. But I want to know, like, are there really, I mean, we would be so stupid to think that there's not something else out that's there. That's what I say, too. And I know that sometimes that's the unpopular opinion. But, I mean, with how vast and infinite the universe is, like, how are we to think we're the only beings of existence? And I'm not saying they have to be, like, these huge bug-eyed green creatures. Right. But there has to be some other form of life out there in some other parallel universe, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I believe it. Just even on another planet. I mean, God, you look at how far away all these other planets are. There's, I don't know. Just there, in my opinion, there has to be something else out there. Yeah, I do too. I agree. And I love thinking about it. I do too. There's so many of these like ghost story or like TV shows, like Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures, like on the television. My like Jayla will be like glued to watching them. Well, it's just interesting. My, the... it is. My favorite one is the guy, um, Ghost Adventures, <laughs> with Zach Bagans or Baggins, whatever. I don't know this. What? You've never seen that? Uh-uh. It is, the show is so ridiculous. I feel like you might have sent me a meme. Does he have, like, crazy hair? hair? Yes. Okay, you've sent me a picture of him for sure. You have to watch at least one episode. He is ridiculous. He's like, wow, what a, 
what do you get for reading in there? What do you see? What does it say? Like, he's he's very overdramatic. I have to pull up a picture of him now. <laughs> I think it, his hair's kind of, like, spiked up or something, right? Oh, that is not who I'm thinking of. Oh, man. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Zach Bagans? Yeah. And, and what's the name of the show? Ghost Adventures. Okay. And then he recently did, like, this, um, or Ghost Hunting, Ghost Adventures, something like that. I don't know. He recently did, like, this special... That was like an hour long about some house that was for sure haunted. And if you even watched the show, you were in danger of the demon coming to possess you. Whoa. (laughs) And my sister was watching it and she was like, I can't even finish it. I'm afraid the demons are going to get me. I was like, sister. works like that. (laughs) Have you looked at this man? (laughs) Come on. Get your shit together, sis. Oh. I, I think you could fully finish the show without any danger. I think so, too. A man with that much gel in his hair. I don't hair. think it travels through the cable wires. and No. No. You're not welcome here. <laughs> yeah, that's all you have to say. That's all you have to say. You're fine. That's it. You're free and clear. I mean, I think he's kind of phony, but there may be some shows out there that are more real than that, but not this one. Well, I like haunted houses. Oh, I love haunted houses. I went to the Halloween store to try to find what I want to, like an idea of what I want to wear to your Halloween party this year. And at the Halloween store, they had this like little fake kind of haunted house looking thing that you could walk through, but it's just showing you like the stuff you could buy. And I'm kind of sad because this year I won't go to a haunted house because I don't want to risk anything with the pregnancy. Yeah. Like having a heart attack or <laughs> I love haunted houses. Me too. I go to at least one or two a year. Oh yeah, remember we went to that Rob yeah. Zombie one? Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. It was so bad. We drove all the way to Chicago for that and it was terrible. That was lame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the the local ones here. The Hill Hills Have Eyes or whatever that one's good. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of McCamey Manor? No. It is I want to say it's in California, but there's like a waiting list to be able to go and they only take so many people per month and you have to sign like all these waivers because when you go, they don't tell you how long that you're actually going to be there. It's like you can be there anywhere from like, oh God, anywhere from like six hours to 24 hours. Like there's like a window and they won't tell you. But the cast members... Up to 24 hours? Yeah, the cast members can touch you. They can, like... No. They can, I'm like... I'm all set on that. Spit... They can do all kinds no. of crazy things to you. You cannot spit on me. Yeah, that no, is, they can do more no. than that. Like, put fake blood on you. They lock people in coffins and, like... Okay, I have heard of something like this. Leave you in there for an hour, like... There was another one I heard, too, that it's... It's like you get... A, it's a fake. Obviously, you sign up for it, but you get abducted... By like a quote unquote serial killer. Oh, I do remember this. You sent yeah. me um, the video on it. That's not anything I would ever do. That's like this is extreme. I like, like to be. Look at them. They're tied up no. with with blood blood all head. over them. No, like their hair is soaked in blood. Mm-mm. Not for me. They have gags on their mouths. Like, what is he doing to this man? He looks like he's choking, choking him, him and drowning right. him in fake blood or something. Like, I guess the premise is like you're supposed to feel like you're actually in a horror film. Like you're actually going to die i just feel like i wouldn't trust people enough to not actually somebody go crazy and do something to right because how many times have we heard these fake stories about how like 
there's really a killer working in a haunted house mm-hmm. and like with a real chainsaw and like nope. the world is crazy nowadays right well, especially in a situation like that you sign this waiver and you could be there for up to 24 hours i'm good yeah i don't need that i like you know you're what you're 15 minute to an hour walk through sort yeah. of thing Getting chased with a chainsaw. I'm all That's set. not real. No, thank you. Yeah, that's a little too extreme for me, too. I mean, I like scary movies, but I don't want to be in one or feel like I'm actually going to die. No. I'm good. <laughs> if anybody has ever gone to McKamey Manor, we would love to hear your yeah, experience. Yeah, I'd love to hear your experience. And what does something like that cost? I don't know. I haven't looked that far into it. I would even feel like being a worker there, you have to be a little, like demented like you want to torture people torture people yeah i don't even know if i could even be somebody working there like a cast member or whatever isn't that what they say for disney cast member mm-hmm. i don't think i could work at disney either <laughs> no but shut up with your small world after all <laughs> no more no oh my god unsolved mysteries too that was another one of my favorite like creepy shows from when I was a kid. Like that opening music, I could hardly listen to it. <laughs> Just that made me scared. Yeah, and they covered a wide variety of topics too, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did. Anything from like ghosts to like killers or whatever. Are they bringing that back? I don't know. I wish they would. This uh, story is coming from Hannah. She said, I said, is it okay to use your name? Is it Hannah? She goes, Hannah rhymes with piranha. Oh, I like that. Ha- am I saying it wrong then? Hana Piranha? No, I think Hana. you got it right. I like it. I do too. Especially because my niece's name is Hannah. Hannah. So yeah. it's like a nice little spin on that. But Hana, if I'm saying that wrong, I apologize. But thank you for sending this in. You said, when my mom was a young girl, she was very close with her uncle. One night she had a dream where her uncle came to her house riding a bicycle. He gestured for her to get on the back of his bike for a ride. She happily hopped on and they started riding away from her house. Suddenly, my mom's mother came out of the house screaming and ran towards them. She grabbed my mom by the shoulders and tried to pull her off the bike. My mom, confused, turned to look at her mother. Her mother's face was like nothing she had ever seen before. She was seething with anger, screams still coming from her mouth. She roared, don't take her. Finally, she was able to pull my mom off the bike and held onto her for dear life. My mom's uncle continued riding away on the bike. He looked back at my mom as he slowly rode off into the distance, with the deepest look of despair on his face. The next thing my mom knew, she was being shaken awake. She opened her eyes and her mother was standing over her. Your uncle died, she whispered. To this day, my mom holds the belief that her uncle was trying to take her with him when he died, and the only thing that saved her was her own mom's motherly instinct. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I feel... Okay, so the lead singer of The Cars just passed away. Okay. That whole week, I kept hearing his his music or their music, and I haven't heard any of that music in so long. And I was like, that's weird. And then like that Friday night or whatever, I found out he had passed away. Another weird thing kind of like that. Johnny Cash, he came out with Hurt from Nine Inch Nails. He redid that song, and I watched the music video. I'm like, wow, he looks like he knows he's going to die. And then a few hours later, I found out that he had died. Oh, my god! It's like weird stuff like that. So sometimes you just got to follow where your brain is taking you i guess and i know that's not the same thing as her uncle maybe sometimes you are in tune to things like that i feel that dreams are for sure in tune too i feel like there's so much correlation between that level of consciousness when you're sleeping Mm -hmm. between different worlds i guess or like the afterlife i agree 
I, I mean, I talked about night earlier, but two different times since he's passed away, I've had these very, very vivid dreams where we're just hugging each other and having a conversation and I'll wake up and that hug felt so so real, real. yeah and it's but like, like maybe it was maybe you know, you know maybe there is some in between between yeah. the two but it's every once in a while I just know that he's saying hi and yeah if if it is just a dream and it's my own mind's way of making it like okay this you can you miss him whatever yeah but it's just I'll take it or if there really is something there too, I appreciate it. I feel like there is like the in-between, the upside down. Yeah. Something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. I really feel like there is a correlation there. I don't think we're all just crazy because it's not just us that has these instances that occur, you know, it's a lot of people I feel. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be something to it, but I think there is for sure. I think it's comforting for people as well too. Yeah. He can keep, you know, Appearing in my dreams and giving me hugs and it makes me a little sad when I wake up because I know that, you know, I can't really hug him, but if it helps. But if that's how you can hug him now, mm-hmm. that's how you hug him now, right? And that's yep. in that space, whatever that space is, mm-hmm. right? And, and it I mean, makes me feel better. Yeah, it's comforting. Like a lot of people have correlations with like birds or butterflies or things like that with loved ones as well too. Same thing. It's like some kind of sign and it's comforting, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know that your loved one is still there in some kind of space, whatever that space is. And whether we're delusional or not. Right. Hey. <laughs> Maybe comforting. we're all just on z all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good sleep, though. You know what? I've never tried it. Maybe I should. Might have some wild dreams, but maybe I should try it. Maybe have some good podcast content. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I've heard too that Ambien or whatever, that when you take that, that people sleepwalk and hallucinate all the time as well too. Like especially if you drink alcohol. Like people will drive their car, go places and come back home and have no recollection of it. That's another thing we should try once I'm done being pregnant. We'll drink and have some Ambien and just see what happens. I'll have a a sleepover here. With our adult diapers on. (laughs) I'll have a sleepover here. Yeah. We have a sleepover story. We will. (laughs) Hopefully it doesn't involve any poop uh, with our own personal sleepover story. No, I'll just have all your pillows in the... (laughs) Every I wake up, my neck hurts, my pillow's gone. I'm in the living room. <laughs> I walk downstairs. I'm in the living room with every Nine, pillow in the house. 10, 11, 12. No, it's just a 10 and you got to start over. Mm. Well, hey, I'm going to try it. I was kind of eyeing up your couch cushions over there. <laughs> they are pretty sexy. They are. This one is from my friend Danielle, and this is a local haunted story. Ooh, I like that. She said, my friends and I would always go to this haunted graveyard called the Tabernacle out by Waukesha, which I actually looked this up. I Googled it. And please, if you live locally, do not go there (laughs) because this is a cemetery that is no longer in use and it is also private property. Oh. And it's like no trespassing, no trespassing, no trespassing. Yeah, don't get in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, we are are not encouraging you to go out here. Let me just give that. But if you do, let us (laughs) know. know. (laughs) Disclaimer. Yes. They would always go out to this haunted graveyard called the Tabernacle up by Waukesha. We always heard stories about the guy who lived there with a red truck that lived in the house by the cemetery that would run people off the road and fuck with people in the cemetery. But they would go there and never saw this guy. They never had any encounters until this one night. 
a group of about five of us went to the cemetery and got out and hopped the fence to go into it. Once we were out of the car, we saw the red truck coming down the road. <laughs> Our friend who drove hopped in the car and dipped off and we all ran further into the cemetery. Next to it was a cornfield that we almost went to hide in. We were hiding behind the trees and he was shining his truck lights into the cemetery. Our friend who left us in the car was down the road pretending to fix his car like it broke down. After about 15 minutes, the guy in the red truck left. We all sprinted as fast as we could back to the car and left fast. That like reminds me of Jeepers Creepers. Yes, that's what I said. So it's like this urban legend, I guess, that if you go to the cemetery, this guy, who is not like real, I guess, is a ghost, will come into his truck and chase after you. Have to go there with a GoPro on. Yeah. Well, that's what I said to her. I was like, we should go. But I looked it up on the internet and there's like a whole thing here. The Tabernacle Cemetery. So in this article, like ghost hunters or whatever went to the cemetery with the people's permission to go on the property. I have to add that in there just in case anyone. (laughs) (laughs) With permission. Yeah. Well, they told us that we could go out there. Um, They did like all kinds of investigative work. They had like all like the equipment and stuff. And apparently it is very haunted. But that's in there too is that if you... Go in the cemetery, the the ghost in the red truck will come and chase you out of there, basically. One of my patients does exorcisms and ghost hunting, and he says that that's one of the worst things that he has to do is exorcisms, but they take those readers or whatever they have to check for any activity, and um, they try to get ghosts out of the houses. That's interesting to go there and imagine if you really saw this truck. Truck, yeah. Well, I guess the like the legend is that um, it was a boy that hung himself by the barn, and then also there was like letters on the barn, and sometimes the letters on the barn would be rearranged that said Tabernacle on the barn. Wow. So that was another like legend so of this cool. graveyard. Yeah, I'm like that's cool. I want to go. <laughs> I know, I do too. I wish it wasn't private property. When I grew up, one of my friends, her backyard was a graveyard. And we would hop the fence all the time and go into the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just no big deal. But it's scary. Like, that's it's a creepy place, a graveyard, I feel. Yeah, and there's people who find it just peaceful. Like, yeah. to go there and just chill. I don't find it peaceful. I think it's creepy. Well, I think it's it's a weird... Like, I think funerals in general are a weird thing. I just had this discussion yesterday. I hate funerals. I'm so sorry to anyone who likes them. I just... (laughs) (laughs) Or not who likes them. All those people who like them. (laughs) Anyone who, like, thinks they're important. I mean, I understand it's a way to have, like, your final goodbye. But the whole system, the way it's Embalming fluid. Ah, it all just freaks me out. Yeah. But then even just the fact that people are just buried six feet in the ground is... With all these chemicals to preserve their body. See, I for me personally, I would rather people remember me in a different way, not in a casket with a bunch of chemicals in me, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I told my husband, I was like, I will come after you in the afterlife if you <laughs> dare let anyone embalm me. You know what a freak I am about chemicals. I'm like, if you let somebody fill my body with that stuff. So do you want to be cremated then? Right away. Right away. <laughs> right away. Right away. No, Nobody needs well, to view me. Well, we have to me. find out how you died, though. What if you Who, What died? does it matter? But what if you died under suspicious circumstances? Well, then they better get that autopsy done before I start to rot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Chris, here's your past to kill her because she doesn't care. Yeah, just go ahead and hurry up and get me cremated. I want a party. Like, I want a big party. I want I want a catered event, like, with good wine and everybody, like, share your fun stories with me. 
Yeah, well, if you die before me, I will be sad and crying and I won't be able to party. I'm sorry. Well, you you will eventually (laughs) Okay. know that it's what I would want and you drink that wine, eat that catered food. Well, I'll still drink and eat, but I'll just be crying. I'm not going to be like dancing and partying. I want you to. I might crawl into the casket. (laughs) No! I won't be in a casket. I mean, the cupboard. Just hold my ashes. (laughs) (laughs) No, I... Ew. Yeah, it's definitely a... It's a weird topic. They say that death is always the strangest for the living. For sure. I mean, when you're dead, you don't have to deal with it. Right, you don't care. But when people take someone's ashes and go and spread them out, it's just... Like they're like, oh, I want to spread your ashes out over Lake Michigan, and I'm like, you, and we swim in there. I don't know, just it's weird to me. Again, I think that's something that brings people comfort, though. That's like a comfort swimming thing. in there. No, no, spreading the ashes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it, but then what if you're like standing on the cliff and they all come cl- like back in your face, like and, the Big Lebowski? Or I think of due date. I don't think I saw that. Zach Galifianakis makes coffee or has coffee with his father's ashes on accident. Oh Jamie Foxx makes, yeah. No, I, blah, 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 blah. yeah, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Blonde Moments. This Scary one story. Yeah, it was kind of spooky and yeah. interesting. Well, we're, in the, we're getting in the Halloween mood. Yeah. Ooh. Also, Remember, did you ever do this, too, with friends when you drove past a graveyard? You had to hold your breath. Uh-huh. What was that for? <laughs> so the spirits don't get in your body. Really? My dad always had the joke of, why are there fences around a graveyard? I don't know why. Because they're all dying to get out. boom <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So next week's episode, we decided it's going to be on worst dates, bad dates, first dates. Anything like that. Any experience you've had with that. We are dying to hear. Yeah, that's like the most awkward date is the first date. Mm -hmm. Always. But it could be any date at all. If it's bad, if if it's funny, if it's horrifying, we want to hear it for sure. We want to know. (laughs) So you can send in your messages or emails to us at blonde moments podcast at gmail you can also send it into our instagram accounts twitter all of that good stuff um, we have them all kind of linked together so we will get them any of the social social media is that what the kids are calling it these days i don't know my daughter thinks i'm really uncool so <laughs> i'll just make myself sound even more uncool the social all right well i have our blonde joke A blonde, a redhead, and a brunette were all lost in the desert. They found a lamp and rubbed it. A genie popped out and granted them each one wish. The redhead wished to be back home. Poof! She was back home. The brunette wished to be at home with her family. Poof! She was back at home with her family. The blonde said, Aw, I wish my friends were here. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm going down, you're all going down with me. You're all going down. (laughs)